This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. We're hanging with the Talking Cowboys break here as we're adding another show in here. Everyone's represented. Nate Newton joins us from Hanging with the Boys, our favorite show. Brian Broaddus. Hey, hey. Formerly of the break and formerly, <laughs> formerly <laughs> of Talking Cowboys. Trade around like an old pair of socks. <laughs> I'm Nick Eatman and Mickey Spagnola will be joining us here in a little bit. We're going to kind of finish this week off here it's been a good week of practice at the star the cowboys is the first time they've practiced here at frisco uh fans got a chance to come out and the dallas fort worth fans a chance to come out i'm sure all of us have, have got a chance to to shake hands with people as we walk walk through and Absolutely. see some people uh that that re- you know it's, it's kind of weird when you think about it california gets to see these cowboys a lot it's been they've been in austin wichita falls thankfully but um <laughs> but here in Dallas, you know, training camp in Dallas is yeah. not is not a new thing. But I think it's gone pretty well. Practicing inside, you would say. Yeah, you know, we we were all part of the Wichita Falls experiment. You know, we were. But let me, but let me talk about that real quick. You know, and, and Nick brought up a point about practicing indoors. You, you'd love that back in the day after doing with Austin, Wichita Falls, all those places that. You know, the way you guys practice, you're yeah. a different type of player, too. Yeah, yeah. We uh we had to go at it hard uh, two-a-days for a minimum, maybe 10 days, and that was straight. Yeah, two-day practices yeah. every day. So, you you would, we would have loved, especially when we went to Wichita Falls. Oh, my gosh. You know, we could bear a little bit better at saying that was in Austin. But, when we it, wow. I mean, it wasn't only – a long walk out to practice. It was a long walk away from practice. It was a long walk back to the – it's like nothing was right. And the heat, 110 degrees, nothing was right about that place. Hold on, hold on. Just uh, he said that's his school. <laughs> He's going to fight you going to school. But this, I mean, I, I have nothing against the educational part. <laughs> I have nothing against there you go. the you... academic part of this yeah. school. But I'm talking about – Logistically, it wasn't. Yeah. Right, Nate, I'm, I'm going to admit something. I didn't help you with teammates – I didn't do a very good job of getting your teammates for what you were used to playing with. Mm. Did that take something out of that team? Did that that practice in Wichita Falls take something? Yes, it did. Because you guys took advantage of the heat in Austin. Right. But had better teammates. No. No, brother. No. When you you in 100-degree weather with with the um, index 110, it does not work. You can take take a – the youngest, strongest, most gifted athletes out there. You Pace run them through you, right? ten days of that right there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was the, <laughs> you know how the things in the plane when you hit a certain altitude, the, 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 the things the fall oxygen out, mass drop. Fall out. Yeah, it's like when we used to go right in the training room, just oxygen, the IVs, <laughs> the IVs you just fall out. I remember that. Remember <laughs> well, that, Nick? Remember walking into that field house, the Coliseum oh, yeah. there, and there were wow. beds. There were yeah. beds. There were like fifty beds. Of just of people, you know, laid up in. They used to wake us up. Hey, man, it's time to go to lunch. You're like, hey, man, just feed me an IV. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> you tell you, can I tell you the flip side of that that you guys probably don't even know? That football team out there, because I was a student at Midwestern State right there, and that, that's how I got hooked up here. Uh, but I, they were a bad football team. They were making a transition from NAIA school to Division Two. They mm-hmm. won two to three games a year at at most. But but being there and having and Mickey uh, Spagnola joins us here. Uh, 
but being there and the exposure of that, this is where the Cowboys trained. Right. It helped get enough recruits that now, I think it started in 2001, mm. that now they have won, they've had 16 straight winning seasons. It's the longest wow. streak of any college since football. That, since that. Since 2001. Right. Longest since the streak. dehydration of the Cowboys. No, no college football team, whether it be junior college, small college, you know, University of Texas, nobody in Texas has had more winning seasons in a row than Midwestern State, which happened right there, you know, because of the facilities. Facilities all approved and all that. The Cowboys, Cowboys put, put some money they in there. Cer- they certainly did. Well, we, we sacrificed so, Nate for well, – Well, that's good. Sorry, we sacrificed you. We're talking about practicing indoors. Sacrificed us. Mickey. Yeah. He's How you guys doing? Now! Welcome back. Great to see you. Yeah. How do you think this week is gone, practice-wise? Yesterday – was it Yesterday. Or the day before, they got off to the slow start. No, it was yesterday yes. when they took the pads off, right, uh, and put the shells on, and he had to throw the first team off, and then he had to throw the second team off and bring yeah. the first team back on to start practice. I think you take your foot off the accelerator, then the guys take their foot off their accelerator. But other than that, I think it's been fine. I'm sure they would have liked more space for some of the stuff, but yeah, the practice is indoors, and I think the people kind of juiced. Kind of juiced it up a little bit. Yeah, I thought yesterday was the first bad practice they had, and yeah. and, and just overall, because that that's like you say with with Garrett, he's done a good job. I think, at least from a scouting perspective, being able to evaluate practice. You go out there and watch two plus hours of practice. You walk out of there, you're like, okay, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. Yesterday, Mickey's right when you when you open with the thought of an offsides, a snap early, a fumble. You know that that, that was that was a sloppy way to get after it yesterday. Yeah, and then the, uh, the day before they gave them the evening off, right? Well, the day before they gave a bunch of the veterans off, oh, and right. I thought that reduced the efficiency of the of the offense. Yes, right. But the defense had a good day, but the offense struggled. Right. right. So yeah, they. Uh, um, I don't know. You change venues like that, change atmospheres, and maybe it was a little too cushy. Hmm. Because we were just talking about the perils of Austin and Wichita Falls. Oh, well, from a physical standpoint, <laughs> yeah. it's great, right? right? Yeah. I mean, it's my, I mean, Oxnard, it was Oxnard without Sun. Absolutely. Big deal. All right. Kent uh, has got the phone number, I think, for us over there. I, we, we've changed the number a couple of times. Kent, do you have that number right off the top? I do. Can you, you want to give can it? You share it? It's 214 872 2102. All right. Two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. All right, we've changed. I thought he was gonna make us like Kreskin, like yeah, try and like, mind yeah, read here. I had the two one four. Yeah, I was good. I was good to that point. And All right, two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. Give us a call. We'll talk. Uh, and also, Brian's got a game for us. He's I do. Gonna play out of the box here later on. Yep. So I'm ready for that. It, don't it's, mess it's a little it up. bit. It's a little bit out of the box, Mickey. I mean, it's not. I'm not asking you to crystal ball. I'm just. Uh, out of the box. Let's talk a little bit about some of uh, some of the news, if you want to call it that. If anyone wants to share anything about their opinions on uh, Des Bryant giving his opinions yesterday, this whole thing's kind of blown up. I don't know for for no reason really, um, but breaking news: he's still uh, going to stand at the national anthem. Shocking! Yes, so, I, With his hand over his heart. I think so. Yeah, you next know. to the head coach. Right. So um, nothing new has really happened there. He tried to have some fun on social media about a pizza place, and, and, and it's kind of taken on a, a life of its own for no reason. And that's my opinion. Does anybody have that? anything to share on Des? Who is that woman? Jamil Hill, I believe. Yeah. Jamil Hill. Who is that? ESPN. She works at ESPN. What does she do? She's a anchor on their 6 o'clock yeah. uh, So why is she? Pro- why is she trying? No one knows who she is. 
Why if you watch ESPN? Why is she trolling on Des Bryant? Who are you? Well, she's, go out Afri- on the she's African American. Go out on the street. Have you ever you never seen her? I saw her picture. Okay. She, she the, and ESPN has made her a prominent person yeah. now on, on their show. She's a six o'clock anchor. Okay. So what, what is she what is she trying to do? I mean, she's not on no, like no, at no, midnight when know. you come what in. What is she from trying being, to do? I, I I think she's trying to jump into a, a story. Yeah, but she's really trying to do something. You're right, Mickey. She's trying to do something that as an American you should never do. And that's tell somebody else how to do their business. That's that's the unfortunate thing here. Uh, to me, don't don't tell me that the rights I have. Don't tell me how to put out my or exhibit my rights. You know, go that's that's why I have rights. Go out on the street and find just 10 people. All 10 going to know who Des Bryant is. Maybe sure. four know who she is. Focus on the real story, though. So, wh- no, the real story is she's trying to make a name for herself. I don't think so. Well, I do. I don't. Well, I agree with Broaddus in the sense that, you know, I, I, it bothers me because I'm, I'm hearing guys all just – I'm not going to take a shot at you for your opinion. You either. Yeah. You, I, I, On the show I take it do. so seriously about yeah. people's opinion. Yeah. To I don't – the Twitter followers I have, I don't never respond. Because when you go to saying, hey, this ain't right, what you saying ain't smart, that – you know, I, I'm not getting into an argument about if you honestly think what you think, and, and like you say, we have that right. Yeah. What's, what's the issue here? Yeah. Don't tell me how to that I can yeah. 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 That's where I think her issue, not who she is. Well, I still think she's trying to make a name for herself. And I mean but she's got a name. She's well, obviously on a national program nightly, Mickey. Yeah, she, yeah. she's got a she, name, but but yeah, I still think that they try to throw that in there. What I didn't like is the fact that she said, Oh, oh, you'll take a stand here, but not uh, never mind. And then came back and said she was joking. Like, yeah. like that, you, that that's wrong. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't like that. But it's it's kind of you know, it, it's kind of been blown out of proportion. As I said on yesterday's show, that I don't feel like, you know, these players, whether you kneel or you don't, these players might have an opinion one way or another about the way our country is run. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that they're, that they, you know, just by standing, don't doesn't care. Mean that they don't care. Right. And, the, and, and then they're okay with everything that's happening. You know, standing and kneeling for our country means a lot more than whether or not I approve of the president or not. This is the, this is an opportunity that we have. And I think, I've had I've had people in the military tweet at me, and that's my that's really our new way of talking to fans. That's our new way, other than like Mickey going along the rail in Oxnard and saying hello to fans, which he always does. I think we all do that. We all acknowledge the fans, wave to them. But now Twitter's our way to communicate with fans, and I know the military folks that follow me in particular. You know, I made a comment about Kaepernick, and to a person, uh, men and women have said. Hey, I fought for their right to do what they're doing, you know, and I I appreciate that. I really, really do, and I agree with Nate. I, I think that I, I'm not one to tread on someone else's opinion. On this show, we have a forum where we go back and forth and discuss, and that's good. But I'm not going to sit there and try and force my way of thinking on you. Yeah, that's not that's not the way this country was was formed. That's why we have the freedoms we do. If, if people would just take a moment and listen to what Des said yesterday. Absolutely. And almost eloquently expressing himself and to think where he was in 2010. We talked about where he was. Absolutely. 2017. And you know, I don't get too close to the players, right? I wanted to reach out and hug him. Yeah. I was like, man, look how far you've come. No doubt. He wasn't mad. 
He, he kept his emotions in check, and he expressed what he felt from his heart. And I thought he did it so well. And, and, and it should be required listening. Because if you read it, it doesn't have the same effect if you hear it. And, and to see where he came from and the point he pointed out about, hey, nothing against my mom and dad, but when I grew up, I wasn't taught right and wrong from them. I had to learn. And Absolutely. a lot of it I learned by trial and error. Right. And there were errors. But he's come so far. And, and, and for her to have the nerve to tell him, and basically he was telling him, you got to feel this way because you're a black man. Yeah. That's what she's saying. That's what I'm exact, gonna say it. That's it. No, that's exactly what. And she's and saying. that ain't right. No, and that's and that's she shouldn't. That that's a bad use of her platform, you know, to yep. to go after Des Bryant that way. She doesn't know Des Bryant like we know Des Bryant. Des Bryant is a very conscious individual when it comes to what he believes. I mean, he he's a guy that really wears his emotions on his sleeve. If you want to be honest about it, but Mickey's right. Where he came from, holy smokes. Um, Pat on the back there. You know, real quick here about I was going to mention this later on in the show, but because we are talking about Des Bryant, if this weekend, uh, if you get a chance to to check out the the next um, Deep Blue, it's called Randy, Michael, and Joey: The Domino Effect, um, and I, I think you're really going to enjoy this one, or maybe maybe you're, it's going to make you sick actually. Uh, but it, it's it's about the the Cowboys' decision of not drafting Randy Moss. What happened later on with Michael Irvin getting hurt, then having to to go get Joey Galloway, and then what happened and kind of how, how it snowballed from there. And, and I think it does have a happy ending. I haven't seen it, but but the fact of that Des Bryant, you know, they didn't make a mistake again. They 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 didn't take the risk to go get Randy Moss. But when Des Bryant was sitting there, whether it be twelve years later, they said, you know, a little different circumstance, but still. We're gonna go out. And Dynamic we're player. We're gonna get this guy, and, and we're and we're gonna you know put him in our family, put our arms around him, and he's gonna get he's gonna get better. He's gonna be our guy, and I think that that's sort of what happened there. Yeah, it. it you guys it, were it, both interviewed for it. It I, took yeah. a while, but Des got there. And I remember when Michael Irvin told me when they drafted him, he said, you know, this kid is getting criticized for what he's gone through. He said he ought to be hugged and patted on the back for being where he is today, meaning he got drafted by somebody because Michael's point was people that grew up like Des are either in prison, jail, or they're dead. Yes, that's absolutely right. uh, Yeah, I'll say it again. He's come a long way. Nate, the player, 88, the guy that's been out here running routes, catching balls, he seems like he's taking his game to another level, though. In my opinion, from what I've seen here the last, I would say, week of training camp in Oxnard and then maybe some of this week as well, you think he's ready to go? My 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 issue always has been with Dez is for as a player, and that's what that's how I look at it. That's why I've not commented a lot on the on this outside garbage. Sure. Uh, and, Bro- and me and Brodus was talking about it the other day. He ran a curl route two days ago. And, and Brodus said, nice curl route. I said, he's running routes. Yeah. Mickey heard me talk about it when we was on the. I said, when Dez uh, yeah. really hits it, when the light goes off, he'll start caring about his routes. He'll start caring about coverage. And he'll quit worrying about, I'm wide open. Yeah. He'll, he'll, worry, he'll start worrying about clearing out, going underneath, helping his teammates, and boom, boom, boom. And you starting to see him grow in that way. More than that, than just the routes. I think uh, he's been he's talked about it a couple times this off season about eating better. I mean, just just things like that. He said he used to go and 
He'd eat fast food two o'clock in the morning, whatever. I mean, he's really working on that part of his lean. You see his lean. He is. So his veins are popping out. (laughs) Yeah, he's lean. Is it? That's. You know, I'm so tired of what's happening off the field. To I almost want to give the Jason Garrett. I'm coaching who's on the field. I'm talking about who's on the field because the way our world is set up today. It's always going to be something going on outside sure. of what we do, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna stay in the, I'm gonna, until we play the game outside the box. I'm staying inside the box. You know, <laughs> staying in the zone. Yeah, I'll tell you this though: if if and for fact that Ezekiel Elliott has to sit six games, you better ride that racehorse. You yeah. better find a way. They're gonna have to find a way to run the football and be productive doing it because. But you're taking a big part of your offense out of there, but. I think the one thing that Des Bryant, when you talk to him, he understands his team likes to run the football that he's on. He's not going to ever have the numbers that Julio Jones and some of these other receivers has. He's about winning. And so if they, in fact, have to go that route, I think that for everything that we're talking about right now, he's prepared to do that. He's prepared to take this team and all of a sudden take a young quarterback with him and say, just keep throwing me the ball. You talk about his health. You talk about his, his, his mental makeup. You talk about his willingness to do whatever it takes to win games. I, I'm willing to bet that, that it will be fine with him. If Zeke has to sit, go ahead and load the wagon up on 88 and see what happens. You say Zeke has to sit. Jason Garrett said yesterday that he expects uh, Elliott to play in sure. this game in the dress rehearsal game against the Raiders Saturday night. That would be tomorrow night, I guess. No week's all jacked up Can't he's keep track of the days yeah he he's gonna play Jalen Smith is expected to play so you know this this will be the best chance that, that, to see this team against a good football team and the Raiders um it'll be the, their dress rehearsal as well so this will probably be the best chance for a couple of quarters at least to fu- to see you know good football with two good teams with a lot of star players I'm anxious to see how the Cowboys defense plays against this offense physical offensive line heck they go against that every day in practice right Physical running game, but really a good young quarterback. You know, another number four, if you want to say that they have to deal with. Uh, receivers on the outside, quality, better cover. They make quick throws, ball gets up the field. So, yeah, if they're, if they're not mindset's not right, even in a preseason game, even for a couple of series, you know, the Raiders will find a way to embarrass you offensively. So you better figure that out real expect, quick. Are we expecting Paya to play? He's one of those guys that he's been practicing like he's going to play. And I would, I would think that you know he got some action last week, so I'm thinking that yeah, I think that we'll probably see him again this week because he and they've been kind of regulating him and Mayo also. Right, he got into practice yesterday. Right, and you know Nate and I have talked about this. That this will be a good test for those 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 defensive ends, right? See what they can do. You know what? And and just a little bit deeper, let them play. David Irvin, love you to death. See you when I see you. <laughs> Demontre, yeah. see you when I see you. But I want to see guys play that gonna have a chance to play in the first game against New York. And so Taco, we, guys yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I want to I want to see Charlton get three quarters. I want to see it, man. I want to see uh, the other little backup defensive end, fifty six Lenny. I want I want yeah, to see Lenny Jones. Yeah, yeah, I want to see Lewis. I want to see him play to see if they can play. So, you know, and, and, and I know coaches got to do what they feel is best for that team, but it's two guys we know is not going to be there. Maybe a third with, 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 with Wilson. Damien. Maybe. Uh, unless some magic is being worked that we don't know about. But 
Let's see the guys play and where are we at with the defensive backs? Where are we at? See, here's the balancing act they have. On one hand, you got to get the guys ready to play. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, you still got to find out about some guys if they can play. Yes. And how well they can play. Because if you look at the secondary right now, you got your top three guys now with Anthony Brown back out there. Who's next? Yes, that's where it comes down to. Because the next guy up was Leon McFadden. Right. He's out. He's out. So now we're down to Duke Thomas, Sammy Seamster. I don't know. Is there anybody else? White. 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 White is back. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying about, and to Nate's point, I'm okay with seeing Duke and and White out there playing the whole time. I mean, in the second. I I need to figure out which one of the two can make the 53. Right. Yeah. And then, you know what? And then I'm going to get one more shot at it Thursday. That, you know, to see if, okay, here, there was round one, now it's round two. I'm playing these guys to try and figure out the 53. Those guys I'm at. I understand. Skandrick's been nice. Brown can use some work. You're absolutely right about that. But I, I, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing these yeah. younger guys step up because I'm trying to figure out those last few spots. Well, same thing on the offensive line, right? Yeah. We got six guys that you can depend on. Uh, Talking to some of the higher ups around, you know, they like certain guys, but I, I can't get no consistency in the in the next three or four guys. Oh, that's a good point. You know, I can't get no consistency in how they're gonna play and, and who they like. So this, I think, this is the most complete team in the Raiders, up top to bottom. And we're probably the most complete team they have played top to bottom because we all agree, after your top uh, six five linemen. We like everybody else in the league. We are one lineman away from getting injured. And I'm talking about the three big dogs that we have. One of those guys get injured. We are back like the average team in the league. Right. So we got to, you know, anyway, I, I like the candles, you know, and keep it going. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going to tell you, candles. this game to me is more for our defense, even though Lyle Collins got a uh, Mac to deal with yeah, and other defense. Yeah. You know, but this is for our defense because this this team here going to run and this team can throw. So, we'll see. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break here. Uh, give us a call, 214-872-2102. We will take some calls here in the second segment. We're also going to play a game called Out of the Box. So, stay with us. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings across AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag troop thanks. That's hashtag troop thanks 
and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst grows deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Craving Rider. You have to wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Craving Rider. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20 ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is the talking cowboys break streaming live on dallascowboys.com and the official dallas cowboys app we're here at the star nate newton brian broadus mickey spagnol i'm nick eatman we got a little bit of everybody from the shows uh i got a big event going on here probably right now uh on the other side of this campus if that's what we're calling it yeah the omni hotel is having a ribbon cutting ceremony i think they've been open for a little bit here oh, but uh, I, and i came in a little late this morning i'm lucky i found a parking spot well, i forgot about that yeah yeah there's a lot going on here right a lot going on the uh, omni hotel. hotel uh yeah, it is it's a definitely a beautiful hotel just one of many things that just keep just seems like every six months or so there's then there's, something new there's the hospital will be coming up here and Apartment complex is all over the place. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. We've got Johnny from Salt Lake City. Hey guys, how you doing today? I just have a I have a comment and I have a question. Uh, my question is, how important really is it to have veteran experience in that quarterback room? I mean, to me, it, you have Jason Garrett, who was an ex quarterback. You know, you got Linehan, that's pretty good at uh, I'm guessing coaching these quarterbacks up. How important really is it to have it there if you were to keep Rush as your backup quarterback? They did it last year with Dak, and I'm just wondering about that, how important it really is. And my comment basically is on this whole national anthem protest. You know, I believe Con- Copper and Kaepernick had every right to you know, stand up for his rights. I just believe that his platform was the wrong, wrong way to go about it. Obviously, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, and, you know, I didn't fight for people's rights to be, to be being shot in, on the middle of the street, but I also didn't do it for people being protests of the national anthem. I mean, that's... I, don't know, I just wanted to get your thoughts. I'm really frustrated. I'm having a hard time getting my thoughts together, but I just wanted to hear your comments about it. Thank you. Okay. Let me get the first part of it. I think you kind of forgot another big part there. Uh, Wade, Wilson Wade Wilson played in the yeah. league for 44 years, and mm-hmm. um, um, he's been around a while. So that, that's another one. I do think it matters, though. I, I, I Yeah, I think that when they come off the field, I think having those, those veteran guys uh, in practice, I, I think it, it matters a little bit. Um, he's probably saying – would they be okay if it's just Dak and Cooper Rush? Here's where it matters if he has to play. Yeah. He's not going to practice, gets half a dozen snaps a yeah. week, and then it's like, okay, go save the day. Yeah. That's when the experience matters. Absolutely. Under center. Mm-hmm. 
Think about that. Washington tried it a few years ago with Griffin as the starter. I think Kirk Cousins was the, the backup. There might have been a veteran in there. I'm not really sure. I know they drafted Kirk Cousins, but I don't know if there was another one. But yeah, that's a good point. I mean, these veteran guys know how to get themselves ready despite not having – they understand mental reps. But here's right. a guy from – you know, played in the MAC, you know, and, and wasn't even drafted. Yeah. See, I, re- I remember – I was part of a team that struggled with this one time because we did it with Favre, Burnell, and Detmer. We had all three were really young quarterbacks, not many, not many starts with those guys. And Mike Holmgren just said, "Let's just bite the bullet and go for it." And you know, if we don't, you know, I don't need. And, and Mike had come from some programs where, you know, he had Montana and Steve Young and and you know and various guys like that. You know, guys trying to fill in Elvis Gerbach and you know people like that, but. He said, let's just do it. Let's just, you know, let's, if we don't find a quarterback that's any better, let's just go with these young guys and see what happens. So personnel departments do struggle with this all the time. They struggle with, you know, can we go with it? Do you feel good about your starter? Do you feel good about his health? You know, you never know. But Mickey's absolutely right. You, you don't want to dance with that. Uh, you don't want to dance with that problem until you absolutely have to. But you also want to be prepared if something does happen. And Kellen Moore is one of those rare players that if they he's a veteran guy per se, but he's still eligible for the practice squad. So if they did decide to part ways with him, he is eligible yeah. to come back and play on the practice squad and can kind of do the things that you would want uh, to help those young guys in the room and not take up a spot. All right, let's play some games. Got it? Yeah. Brian, what do you got for us? It's called what, Out of the Box? Out of the Box. Here we go. All right. And it's just going to throw out questions. Each one of you can answer the question, not specifically to the guy. But I want to know, I would not want to cut from this position. Well, I'm thinking about the most difficult position to have to make a cut from on this roster. I would not want to have to make a cut from this position. Meaning it's so complicated? The, the, the quality of the player. Tight end. You don't want to cut? You know, Lico Gathers. You wouldn't want, want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it, nah, nah, because he, he, he. To me, I think he's a, a, a better than nice wide receiver, but uh, we got to give him time to block. And if we cut him and he don't come back to us, yeah. Would you put him on IR? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I would I would go that route. I put him in a heartbeat. But I like what you said because I said yesterday I thought the tight end was really the one position I felt the best about on this football team. I, to me, I my position would be wide receiver. I, I think Noah Brown has done some things that that you know are intriguing. I think Andy Jones has done some things. Um, I don't know if you get either one of them back. You, maybe you could. Um, you have to look down the road a little bit there. You know, you've got Dez getting a little bit older, but I mean, still got several years with him. Bryce is on a one-year deal. Um, you know, I'm sure you're gonna have to re-sign Beasley here within a year or two. I would think so. The, the, that would be a tough position to try to just cut that cut that down because you need to just go with five, but Brown or Jones or both. It, it's uh, amazing, man. Uh, Jones just was lighting it up and all of a sudden get injured. Yeah. And Brown, besides the fumble, he just been he he's been on fire. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's been on fire, man. How about uh, since there's a little bit of a cloud over it? How about running back? Yeah. You well, wouldn't want to put Rod Smith out on the street, would you? You were talking about that, Nate. Yeah, no, no. Rod Smith played play special teams. Or Morris. And, 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 and I will see this week. Let him run. 
with the second team. Let him – we don't have a second team offensive line. We just got first team and then some guys. So let him, let him run. That's a fair point. Yeah. That, does, that, does that go for the evaluation of the backup quarterback too, by the way? Me on the backup quarterback. No, I mean the offensive right. line's yeah. inability right. to play These well guys gotta affects play. that guy yeah. too. Yeah, but the thing is, you got to give uh, Rush the, the ball second. You got to give him the ball second because uh, if he continue to do what he does, you know, call in Mike Holgram. Yeah. Let's bite the bullet, man. Yeah. and do. I'm not about – if I'm going to be in a position to, to lose – I'm going to lose with, you know, and this kind of come from Jim. I'm going to lose with people I can, I, got you guys you I can lose see with. a future with. Yeah, yeah. Unless Kellen Moore is my future, and that's just the way we have decided in our, in our locker room, then I'll go – I'll ride Kellen Moore as, as much as the next guy. But if that is not your decision, which I don't know, you know, you got to get his kid a chance uh, and, and not to fail but to prosper because he's game he, – he played with – Fourth, fifth, and sixth teamers, and he came above them. So let's see what he can do with second teamers. Next question. Right. Who is the next Jeff Heath on special teams? Smith. Rod Smith. On special teams. Yeah. Who's the next Jeff Heath on special teams? Who's that guy? I'm going to go with Duke Thomas. Your bell cow guy. I think he's always down there first. You went with Duke Thomas. Yeah, I think I like the way he runs down there. I think he's going to be a good gunner. He's my guy. He's got to make the team. But how about Kayvon Frazier? Yeah, that was a good get right there. Good Kayvon. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I was. As long as he don't pick up a fumble interception, because he like he get in mud, he get (laughs) running slow. You like Smith? You say Rod Smith? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm rooting for this guy big time, yeah, as you can tell. Well, he's on kickoff coverage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's going to be better. He already, he said he'll be better. He said he, he he's going to be. I like what I like. I like and Jeff Heath going to yeah. be Jeff Heath, too. So, yeah. I'm good with Mickey's answer, too. I, I was yeah. kind of thinking when I wrote this question, I was thinking of Kayvon Frazier, who I was thinking of. Okay, next question. What position would you like to see them trade a selection for? Oh, that's a good one. Selection for. Well, I mean, a draft, okay, a draft I got pick. You. Yeah. I got you. What position would you like to see them from another team trade a pick for? Trade a player for a pick coming yeah, no, in. No, no, uh, trade, trade a pick tra- for a give up one of your picks, you like you give up the position. third round pick for somebody else's. What oh, position you oh, want to go okay, get? Okay. I need, I need a veteran backup offensive tackle. I need that too. I, 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 so you're saying that you say if you you guys are willing to part with a pick, it got to be. He said offensive line. tackle, tackle or guard. What do you think? I, I'll go with tackle because we 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 can we can get by a guard, but you know because Chaz Green right now is both. He's the first guy up on both. If something happened to Tyron, let's say he's is he starting this week at left guard. I think Chaz, no. Chaz, if he's yeah. starting at yeah. left guard. Something happened to Tyron or either. My man uh, Lyle, he's that guy. He's he's the, to me. Now nah, that's what I would do. But they may want to put uh, Bell uh, Edwards out there. I wouldn't. I, 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 You've seen enough of that, haven't you? Yeah, but uh, you know I don't make some people happy with saying that. But that's no, how I feel. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and 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 doing that is not what is the uh, 
right optimum thing to do. decision yeah. because now you you're move changing two guys. two guys to fix one. Yeah, defensive line does nothing for you there. You really you're gonna roll with this? Today? Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the defense there because I don't think we've seen enough of Neil. We ain't seen enough of uh, a lot of these young guys. You know, uh, I, I understand the rotation thing and playing fast and all of that, but some of these guys got to just suck it up and show show if they want to be on this team. You know, I I think that there's a, there's a spot to go get a defensive tack or defensive end, but maybe not to draft one because if you, I mean, I'm sorry to trade a draft pick because. You are getting those guys back, um, yes. You know more and and Irving. So whoever you, you know you bring in, and that's only going to cause a little bit more issues. I think the I think Mickey's right. I think offensive tackle is is the one spot where, you know, it, it doesn't look like it's going to get cleared up. Running back corner. Nah, you don't drafted all these you guys. Just think that those guys. Are he gonna- he brought up a really good. He said the word veteran, which is really. I mean, do you, do you trust it? I'm just asking. Could you you. you but you made that decision. Yeah, yeah. You, you you drafted all these guys, and now you, you whether it's in training camp or whether it's slowly bringing them along during the season, you got to look at them. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. you, you just got to get them healthy. Yeah, you the gotta, problem is you don't know right now. Well, you know what? The day of After looking a couple is, of bombs, we'll figure it out. <laughs> a couple of deep routes and some seams, but I, I agree with Mickey on the on the uh, offensive line. That to me, and that's. When we lost the kid to Denver, and Fran Leary and Free been retired or semi-retired or whatever he, position he's in right now, that's been my battle cry. When we we first found out about Zeke and his six game suspension, Nick could tell you, Nate, what do you think? Well, I'm worried about the left guard. guard. I'm worried about <laughs> you know that because with the offensive line, it gives us a chance for if the offensive line is is solid. Now our quarterback is solid. If our offensive line is not solid, then our quarterback is not solid. Now we're going to be like, is Dak the guy? Because you, I don't care who you are, you can't tow the team by yourself. All right. Brian Switzer is going to solve your punt and kickoff return problems. Has he still got a slight hammy? He's practicing now. Okay. Limited, though. Yeah. I mean, he practiced on team during team yesterday. Right. Caught a pass. It's been catching the punts and kickoff returns, but going in, Ryan Switzer is going to solve your punt and kickoff return problems. Fair catching, yep. I think <laughs> I think he'll he'll help. Fair catch. He'll I don't help. know. I don't, think I don't know that it's a it. problem. I think he helps it. Yeah. Your word. Um, I mean, Beasley can always catch punts. How about can Ryan Switzer is Ryan Switzer going to give you I don't like kick return for him? He's not the kickoff return guy. I'm putting. Well, he's been practicing. Some. Well, so is no. McFadden though. Yeah, but now if he's got a start, I don't know. That That's what I'm saying. McFadden they might use there. him both spots. Are you sure that Rod Smith couldn't take that kickoff and come back with it? I mean, I know he's the safety guy, but give him the ball. Big strong guy running right Ryan's, at these guys going 100 miles an mm-hmm. hour. This team, had, this team had struggled kick or with punt returns last year, didn't they? Yeah, Bruce? yeah, I bad, badly, badly. And I if mean, not, lucky you, you was can not always legit. go with Des. Always go with Des. <laughs> well, at least he was out there catching a few. I'm surprised you guys weren't more adamant about that. Did you guys didn't see that as an issue last year? I, I did. I did become like this dude. I think he'll help, but he's that the ball that like they get three yards, and I mean, I think Ryan Switzer's going to change the field for you a couple of times myself. Well, he ain't going to change the field if those guys on the outside don't block better than they did. If if anyone can be better than Lance Lenore, change the flyers. That's what you're talking about. 
Maybe, if anyone can imp- be an improvement from number 14, Lance Lenore. That's gotcha. not the punt returner. Are you not just like every time he's back there holding your breath? Oh, yeah. He'll, is he going to catch it? Oh, good. When I saw when I saw that Rams game, calling that, <laughs> I saw that ball, and it goes in the sun, and it goes to the shadows. Oh, I'm yeah. like, he's, this is not good. This is not good. Thomas or White for the 53 at corner? Good question. Thomas or White? I like Thomas. Oh, oh. Duke Thomas. I think Duke. Better. I, I didn't know much about Duke. When, when and all I saw for like two weeks in training camp was Duke getting burned, and then I saw Duke playing a game, and he did great. So I'm like, I'm gonna take the veteran guy over over White at this point. Marquez White is what. You, yeah. yeah, I at might go point. with White. He made. Come on, I saw what me. I saw what he saw. Yeah, in early practice, in camp, boy. and I was like, he was Who getting is this guy? You, you've been yeah. you've been kind of you've been. I'm not saying shine away, but you've kind of put yes. the brakes on Duke Thomas. I mean, I. He's had he had a nice game playing the second half in Rams. Who's he playing against? Rams. We'll, 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 but we'll see this week because he's gonna have to go yeah, out there we'll and play, see. right? Yeah. All right, we got one more. One more. Here we go. Has Noah Brown done enough to keep him on the fifty-three? I. Andy Jones was my pick, but Noah, the kid is. I think so. Kid is pressing, man. The kid is pressing. I think he's done enough. Yeah, he's pressing. He's done man. enough to be on someone's. Get ready team. for the wet blanket. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I got to go short somewhere else. Sure, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And I got to go long on the defensive. Well, let the, me ask you: this. suspensions are going to help him on the defensive line, right? Real, real quick. But you're going to go long in the secondary. You're going to go long at linebacker. Yeah, right in. You're going to go long at tight end and running, running back. back. You may go long at quarterback. I don't think I'm, you're going to go long at running back. You got three running backs uh, and a fullback. Well, maybe with a suspension. But if, if he, if he, yeah. Then he comes back, and then yeah. you cut Morse. Yeah, I'm just asking you. How about this? Sorry. Can Rush spit? <laughs> can Rush? Love the guy. Can Rush spit the bit these last two games for you? Everybody's on the 53. Yeah. Can Who Rush? Rush. I, I'll tell you what. He's got to play better than he's practicing. Yeah, he, no doubt about that. Yeah. You, you said it the other day. Maybe it's a the, little pressure. The pressure is hitting him. Let's see if we can get this phone call real quick before we go to break. Tony from El Paso. We lost Tony. Sorry, oh, Tony. Tony. Call Kent, back, Tony. Can't ask a question. Are we talking about Romo? We lost Tony? <laughs> I want Romo back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break then. Maybe, And then it opens up the phone line. We can get, take another call here on this last segment. So we're going to take our final break here on Hanging with the Talking Cowboys break. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive 
game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Jack Black products are carefully formulated with the finest natural ingredients and proven high-performance skincare technology. You'll find these performance products in the locker room at the Ford Center and in the luxury suites at AT&T Stadium. Go to our website at getjackblack.com and check out all of our game-changing products, including Beard Lube, our award-winning shave cream, and Deep Dive Glycolic Facial Cleanser, a Men's Health Award winner. Again, that's getjackblack.com. Nothing complicated, nothing cosmetic, just superior skincare. This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Favorite part of the show, Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free. It may sound like a bold statement, but once you experience their mind-blowing underwear for yourself, you'll understand why. Please shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Cowboys. Forward slash. Forward slash. Good stuff. I mess that up. You ever use a backward slash? No. We had that discussion yesterday. No. I I, I think we'll just move on from that. <laughs> yeah. Let's move forward. Okay? Move forward. Forward move slash. Move forward with the, with the slashing. But guess who's back? Tony from El Paso. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Tony. You know, I, I, had a, I called the other day, and then I asked a question about uh, who's calling the base on defense. But I, I think what I was trying to get to was, I know Mariano is a good defensive line coach, but... Calling the plays, it's like a different art. You think that if he, if he's very good at calling the plays, because I noticed last year in the playoff game, you know, we, we had two weeks to prepare, and it was kind of like that band don't break defense. And then when they got ahead of us, then we started blitzing and it started working, but it, and we got back in the game. But you know, kind of kind of too late, you know. And I'm not sure about the play calling if he's good at that. And then I want to ask one more question: Is what's Jason Garrett's record in the playoffs as, as the offensive coordinator and the head coach? And uh, I appreciate you guys' time, and I'll catch up to you. As the offensive coordinator and the head coach, or do you want two different oh, records? Both. Here? Two different um, records. So he's one and offensive. two as offensive coordinator. Right. He's about one oh and two as the head coach. Yeah, he right? won, yeah, one, one and two. One, one and two. two. Yeah, yeah, same same record. Same record. Yeah, one and two. One and two. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you if you're looking for enough. something to change, Rob Marinelli, sir, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Not. Is what it is. We they play basic a basic defense. They slide guys back and forth. We've been seeing where they've been slanting the guy, bringing the linebacker filling, and then bringing the guy over the top just to cover for him. So, you what you see is what you get. Uh, well, they just have to play good at what they do, and they will go a three-man line sometime in nickel. They will uh, do a few things on the back end, but they keep they keep it simple, sir. Everybody falls in love with blitzing. Just because you blitz doesn't mean you get there. And when you fail blitzing, yeah. you're in trouble. So I think, I mean, calling plays, I assume that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's coordinating the defense. So keep an eye on when they go to their three-man front with two linebackers, and the linebackers are in the holes. They're in the gaps. And they decide 
which one of those guys, if not both, are are coming. So it could be a five-man rush, could be a four-man rush. But the offense doesn't know, and they've been practicing that quite a bit. So my guess is they're going to use it along with a three-man line with extra DBs, right, and, and, and less linebackers. Yeah, I, I think there's two things you need to look at. We all were here for the Rob Ryan administration where it just seemed like chaotic defense, calls getting in late, 10 men on the field. That, to me, is not a way to play football. This team last year defensively was one of the best in the league when it came to not allowing plays of over 20 yards. You know, they were one of the best teams in the league when it came to rush defense, was the best. Top five in scoring defense. If the way that Nate's describing and Mickey's describing the way to play defense is to play it simple but be sound at doing it, I don't think you should have a fault with that. I really, really don't. I, I do remember the Rob Ryan administration days where 10 guys on the field, players looking at each other, ball snap, now it's a huge play. Uh, give, me, give me sound, give me less flash. If you want to say an occasional, I think he plays to the strength of his players. You know, he realizes he doesn't have an elite pass rusher, so he has to do things to try and help that way. Orlando Scandrick on some slot blitzes, I think is always going to be something that he's going to go to. But if they continue not to give up big plays in the game, they gave up one big play in the game really against the Packers, and it cost them the game on third and 20. Other than that, they'd been rock solid the if, whole if year. If Malik Collins can grow on what he did last year, you, that's all the games you need. Yeah. That's all the stunts you need. Because a three technique is is blowing up field and penetrating, run and pass, you're looking at a whole different defense, I promise you. And just hold your breath till David Irving gets back. That's right. All right, let's go back to the, the phone line here. We've got Bill in Shreveport. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey, Good, Bill. Bill. It's, it's kind of a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Once you retire, like Corey did and Romo, and what is, the, what is the timeline for them to come back? Can they come back at will, or do they have to stay out a year? What, what is the deal on that one? All right. It's not that silly. I mean, no, it's not silly hey, at all. That gets hurt. We'll be asking that question real quick. Romo hadn't filed his papers yet, right? Yeah, for and retirement? and even if you file your papers, like I don't know if Marshawn Lynch did or not, but yeah. you just got to remember: just because you retire doesn't make you a free agent. So you can retire, and if the team doesn't turn your name in to, because they can put you on reserve retired. But Romo's Romo was cut. Right, Romo doesn't. Uh, Romo is out for that. Yeah. Right. Doug Free, Doug Free retired, and they probably put him on reserve. I mean, I know for a fact that, and I don't know how many years it lasted, Tech Schramm could not bring himself to give up on Roger Staubach. So even though Roger retired, for 20 years he left him on reserve retired. He didn't release his rights. Because then when you do that, then the guy can come back and he's a free agent and go sure. where he wants. So, <laughs> you know, and then the other thing about retiring is I don't know how this affects it. Maybe Nate knows is when you decide you can start taking your pension. You got to file papers. Yeah, you got to file papers and all that for, for stuff like for, that. But right? the, the bottom line is, I mean, once a guy retire, uh, how many guys, you know, there's only a few guys that 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 start that keep, continue to work out at the pace that they did to maintain the ability to play. So uh, we know why you asked that question, 
Tony's got a lot of work to do, brother. Oh yeah, he doesn't look yeah. like a guy that's yeah. going to play football. Yeah, he got a lot of work to do. If y'all, if y'all, if you look at Tony, his his offseason body is already in, in effect. You know, that might be the only position I think you could unretire and get away with it because there's such a vacuum for quarterbacks. Everybody needs a quarterback, right? So that's why you don't give up on Brett Favre if he wants to come back and play. But if you're an offensive lineman and you lay out two years, yeah. you ain't playing. No. You no. know, if you're a running you plan, back. but not. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a running back and you spent two years not getting hit and you're going to say, yeah, let me go back and get hit again. I, I, I don't buy it. That's why I worry about head coaches that say they retired. And then five years later, all of a sudden the fire's burning again. You never come back and work as hard as you did originally when you were trying Joe to make Gibson's it. Joe uh, Gibbs like that. Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil is the one guy that I – and only because well, I saw a football life on him not too long ago. That's a good ago. day. Dick Vermeil almost got fired, if you think about – For the, the year, Rams? Yeah, the year yeah. before he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Tony Banks is, is – and I, the only reason I know this oh, yeah. is because I spent – in 1998, I, went, I saw six Ram football games – because I was scouting for Jacksonville, and, and the, the one place I could get into to watch press box was the press box was in St. Louis. And so they were nice enough to have me there. But Dick Vermeil really was on his way out. Charlie Army, the general manager, that's when they made the deal, you know, to, to try and, uh, and, and, and get the, their quarterback situation uh, squared up. But Trent Green gets blown up. They don't know what they have. And you talk about somebody that doesn't know what they have at quarterback. Yeah, fell you know, into they, that one. They fell right into that one. So – yeah, Dick Vermeule, it was very, very close. It was, yeah. Very close to him Who getting... was his offensive... Do you remember? His offensive coordinator? Yeah. Might have been Mike Martz. Wasn't it Mike Martz? Mike Martz. Mike Martz, right? Yeah. Or quarterback coach, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, his, it, yeah it was... He got it his was, name back in the news, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, all right, well, real quick, before we end this show, I feel like we kind of rushed that last question or two, especially the one about the punt return... You you didn't put it on the list if you didn't think it was important. You, what do you think, Brian? About oh, that I punt do. Return? I do. I think that I think that I'm just looking for a guy that can change field position for this football team. This team was one of the best offensively of going on long drives, five minute drives, finishing drives. You know that they they, they were one of the best. And I, I was just trying to think of ways. What if they didn't have to get two or three more first downs a drive, just because? You get maybe this guy can get ten to fifteen. Yeah, this yards. guy can average maybe ten to twelve yards a return. Thank I'm you. just thinking about getting one more first down instead of starting at the, you know, eighteen. You start yeah. the twenty-eight. You know that that kind of thing. That, I, I just feel like that they've drafted Ryan Switzer with the intent of pushing him to being that guy to where he can change the field for you. And all of a sudden, the ball's near midfield. You get the ball near midfield. Dak Prescott completes one pass. Dan Bailey's kicking a field goal. Yeah, that's how this is going to work. Well, I said this yesterday, and, and, and you know, the Wes Welkers, the Wayne Krebets of the world, and obviously Beasley, Amendola's, there's a lot of guys in life that look like them walking around, you know, and they don't play football. I mean, it takes a special person to be able to play at that size and be able to play. We'll, we'll find out if he can do it, you know, if he can take these hits and all that and, and hang on to the ball. And, and yeah, he looks, looks the part. But I think there's a lot of guys that have come through rookie free agents and stuff that just don't make it because they're not big enough. You got to remember his, and stuff like that. You got to remember his background. His background in, in high school out of West Virginia was as a running back. Yeah. When he went to North Carolina, so that's True. the kind of the thought. He's got a little of that running back mentality when you watch him carry the football. And my experience in him, I mean, you guys don't have the advantage I have 
of watching him play a bunch of games at North Carolina on tape. When you see the ball in his hands, he's got that that ability. The, the, the you know Beasley catches the ball, gets with the cans, and get and gets down. With Switzer, Switzer's they catch the ball and then run as fast as he can, and then he'll take a hit and pop back up. But I understand your concern about that. I just think that he's got that demeanor of fearless catch, yep. secure, and then but, go. What Parcells used to say, you got to be crazy to be a punter. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be a little bit crazy to, to be that guy. And he catches the ball. Yeah. Number one. I, we had a guy like that at sure Green Bay, Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was not a great wide receiver. Desmond Howard was a tremendous secure Return catch. Guy, yeah. Secure catch. And what happens is if you get a guy like – and Mickey wants the, the, the blockers to be better on the outside – what happened? What I saw in Green Bay with Desmond Howard is nobody wanted to miss a block. Nobody wanted to be the guy that didn't spring the run. So all of a sudden, the guy's level of blockers comes up because they're watching the tape and they're like, "Oh God, you missed that! If you miss that block, we score. If you make that block, we score." And Howard raised the level. His ability to make people miss. Everybody else get their block, and now you're averaging 13 hey, yards a return. I'm going to take Dion off the table. I think Dion was the best to, to do it. Um, because he was just so dynamic. But uh, after him, the two guys that I remember as really good punt returners for this team were probably two of the slower receivers, Kelvin Martin and Patrick Creighton. Yeah. They'd catch the ball, go straight up the field. That's, that's yeah, exactly right. Don't dance around. Unless you're Dion, who can dance, 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 find it, and hit it. These guys go straight up the field. That punt return, y'all talked about the Eagles-Cowboys 91 yes. game. Changed the whole franchise, that game. When Kelvin Martin went straight up the field, 85 yards. I thought you were going to say Reggie Switten. <laughs> he was a good, it wasn't bad either. He was pretty good. It was pretty good. On a bad team. Remember him? Oh, yeah. The, the used car salesman from Arkansas? Yes, yeah, playing in AF2. 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 Signed off the streets. So funny story. Sorry. We're coming yeah. back from a game, and he's sitting catty quarter across the aisle for me, and I'm writing. Oh, yeah. And he's looking over, and he goes, oh, you got my name in there. I'm going, oh, what did I just yeah. write? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. his first game back. They just got a body. Sure. They needed a wide receiver. Yeah. I can't remember the guy's name. We went to Pittsburgh. He was a punt returner in preseason, fumbled a punt. And we were flying back from to San Antonio, and Mickey, I can't remember his name, but he, whatever his name, we'll say he was Smith. And he was just like, God, Smith, hang on to the ball. Guy is sitting right behind him <laughs> on the bus, and he's just looking. He's just dead. He's like 5 a.m. He's just looking like, yeah, yeah. hang on to the ball. <laughs> Got to be careful on those buses. Got to be careful on the bus and the and plane. The plane. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do that it, it here. Yeah, I think. That's a full hour, you know. We did pretty good. Yep, we were here from the first. Yeah, sorry. Might look a little like a little short. Mick's gonna run over to the Omni. Yeah. Who's winning the fight? Which one? Saturday. Boxing match. Oh. Mayweather. No. 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 I don't even care. They asked Sean Lee that question, and Sean Lee said, "Somebody. It's a boxing match, right? Uh, It's a boxing match. I'm gonna go with the boxer myself. The boxer. Yeah. Cat. Kent, what do you think? Mayweather. 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 Uh, are you going to pay to see it is the question. No. No. I'm sure Clarence find Hill it. in the press box will tell me what happened. I'm going to find it. For this me. is what I think is going to happen. He's going to hit him so hard that it's going to get stopped because of a cut over his eye. Mayweather will just continue to hit him because he's never been hit like that. It's going to, it's going to be a stoppage. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the boxing show. Hey, why not? We, we could do it. We fight in here sometimes. Yeah. A lot. All right. <laughs> For Nate, Mickey, Brian, Kent Garrison, I'm Nick Even. We'll see you next time on Hanging Swiss with the Cowboys. Swiss 13-yard average.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?